Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. Yippee, 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 yippee. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's another week of Schitzel Boys. That's right. It's Monday night, and Monday night is Schitzel night here That's on true. this deadline day or deadline transfer era. Deadline day, day tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, everyone's. But uh, by the time this will be a podcast, it'll be tomorrow. So if you listen yeah. to the podcast, it's today. And we got yeah. all kinds of rumors you haven't heard anywhere else. Oh, we, we, yeah, we made half of them up, but they're here <laughs> exclusively. But no, we have a lot of fun, exciting rumors. So we have two. We got the rumors. We got the business stuff. And then we got the Bundesliga had three. So many games. We have a title race. In a row. We got a title row. Ro- we got a ro- title race. A title race. Ready to I go. was uh, I was texting somebody before the Frankfurt Bayern game, and I said, if Bayern wins by t- if Bayern loses by twenty eight, they're not going to be in first anymore. Which obviously so people laughed about. People laughed about, and that wasn't going to happen. But that that counts as a title race. Uh, this yeah. late in the season, right? Second half. Se- when is the last time that Bayern had a three point uh, three point lead this far into the season? I think we. It's probably been a while. I don't know. Uh- Am I am I wrong? Don't they only have a one point lead right now? Uh, uh, well, they had a no. They yeah. were gonna wait. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's only I think they have a one. Oh, because Union was Union one. That's true. At the time, they had a bigger lead over Frankfurt. Uh-huh. But, uh, anyway, yes. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. One point lead. Thirty-seven. Uh, Flyboy thirty-four and Frankfurt with thirty-two. Those are the top six. It's pretty tight up top. That's nice. That's we haven't right. seen that in a while. Yeah, usually number one is up your own league. The biggest revelation of the return, however, is Wolfsburg. Right? They came packing. They 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 didn't just win their first two games. They destroyed their. It was like six nothing, and then seven nothing, or something, or two six nothings. They just came this goal fest out of nowhere. So when they played Veda Bremen this past weekend, we're like, all right, Veda Bremen, strap in because you're about to get scored on. And Werder Bremen won two to yeah. one. Phil Krug, a brace, more braces. They were more braces. braces. You shot Phil two Krug. birds. Full Krug brace with a brace. of birds. Full Krug scored a brace of birds. This league refuses to make sense. It refuses to be predicted. Yeah, and it refuses to make any sense. So Werder Bremen, with their good return in the top flight, going well, much better than it was two seasons ago when they just couldn't get a win. Under um, what was that coach's name? Who then went to coach Volspoy? I forgot his name. Remember his name? I should look it up. Which coach made blame in, and then he was fired, and then he failed up by then getting Volspoy. That did not do well. His name is a Nicholas oh, yeah, yeah. something similar to that. Oh yeah, I know. I don't remember. 
Anyway, that guy. we'll cover his name guy. later. That guy. Uh, and uh, Werder Bremen doing well. Wolfsburg doing well. RB Leipzig. We don't claim to be. We don't claim to know everybody's name. No, there's too many. You we can't. It's claim... hard to tell Germans apart. <laughs> That's right. They're all. Yeah, they all blend together. The fired, the failed coaches of the Bundesliga in the end. Right now, we still remember Pellegrino Matarazzo's name, but three weeks from now, who knows? Perhaps we won't. Uh, no, his name will remember it forever. I mean, his name is Pellegrino <laughs> Matarazzo. You're this saying other that guy's now. Name is like You're saying John that now, six Smith. months from now. Remember that guy where we used to sing the song? What was his name? Uh, Aqua, Aquafina, Aquafina. Yeah. Ah, can't remember. His name was Aquafina Dasani. What was his name again? <laughs> yeah. But uh, Nico Kovac is one to remember because he's like, remember me? Yeah, it turns out Nico. I can coach if it is a bunch of babies. Uh, Nico Kovac <laughs> crushing it right now in most play. I'm looking at this guy's name. And for whatever in my head, I'm like, oh, his name uh, is like Nico. Let it go. Florian. He's fired. Florian. Florian Kofeld. Kofeld, that's right. Right? That's just, it just came to me. I'm just like, what is it? Nick Smith, John Smith. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Don't don't try to don't try to know everything. It's impossible. Yeah, we're you know what? We never claim to be experts. In fact, we're confirmed not to be experts in anything. This is a fan cast that we want you involved. People must be wondering it's... why are we listening to these guys? We're not listening to us. You're involved with us. It's an interactive show. We got people in the chat. We're fans. We want to talk to you. Hop on the party. It's a fan party, the Schnitzel Boys, all right? If you want the robot droning on about scores, there's other podcasts for that. If you want two imperfect fans that feel and love the game, this is your opportunity to have, be a fan with us. I couldn't have said it better myself. Exactly. Yeah. We got What's-His-Face over there. We got another What's-His-Face. That's how we talk. I mean, if you need us to know Florian Kohfeldt's name, we, we're sorry. We're sorry. Other podcasts for that. That's it. Around here, we, we know Pellegrino Matarazzo for a long that's time. Right. That's about it. We know. Um, <laughs> that's about it. We know. Uh, um, uh, we know Julia Nagelsmann's name, but he's a man. He's a man under pressure. Yeah, yeah, I guess they were so you know, let's talk coaches for a second. You know. The two coaches I love in this league are both doing great. Oliver Glasser and Oris Fisher. Two of the best coaches in the Bundesliga, and they prove it time and time again. Oh. And I know this is the wrong segment. I thought you were a Gerd Streich guy. I thought you were a Streich guy. I like Christian Streich, yeah. Yeah. I'm like Gerhard Streich. You mean Gerhard Struber? Oh, this is, oh Struber that's, who you, that's who you were that's who you were referring to. All right. Well, see, between the two of us, we'll no, no, get Gerhard Struber. Yeah, but Gerhard Struber, I'm a fan of him. And Christian Streich, I'm a fan of him as well. And I do believe that Gerhard Struber, my New York Ripples coach, will be a Bundesliga coach at some point. Maybe even this season. Will he? Maybe even really? No, wait a minute. Next season. Sorry, next season. Next season. I got confused. Oh. Maybe even next season after New York Red Bulls lift the title. Let's see the hero there. I like Christian Streich because of energy. I like Oliver Glasner and Urs Fischer because of their tactical mm -hmm. nuance. Like one's a Swiss, one's an Austrian. All and they right. can coach. Christian Streich is one of those like he's he's like a he's like an older York and Klopp. 
Maybe not as successful, but he's mm. got that same vibe that the players play for him. He supervises the club. He's got that vibe, so I do appreciate that. Uh, Marco Rosa, I think, is finally uh, 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 things are looking threatening over at RB Leipzig under Marco Rosa and Timo Werner, who may maybe coming back to Germany with his tail between his legs a little bit, but he's playing. Uh, hopefully, he starts scoring, and maybe RB Leipzig will lift a title this year, which will be a big, big deal. And if I'm Timo Werner, if I go back to Germany after a very mixed two years in England. And the first thing I do is win a title away from Bayern München. I'd say that was a good move. Right? I yeah, I agree with move. you. I mean, yeah, you know. Leipzig, Leipzig. I mean, no offense to Freiburg and Union Berlin and Union Berlin now big becoming big players in the international transfer market. So we should not we should just not count them out just like that. But on paper, you would think that they might fade. Same as Freiburg already have a little bit, although, and so you'd think that the the contenders are Leipzig and Dortmund, yeah. Or is the or is I mean, Isco? Should we talk about Isco? Yeah, there's a time we got Isco, former Real Madrid ace, being linked, or has it already been done? He's already it's done. It's, it's official. It's official. I only learned about this this morning, and I was like, that's got to be the wildest. The wildest transfer rumor of this window is Isco to Union Berlin. I'm like that. I believe that when I see it. And here it is. Only a few hours later, it became official. He had a few options. He was no longer at Real Madrid. He had gone to Sevilla. And the coach there had said that he did not live up to expectations. And they were looking to get rid of him. But then, I mean, he's like a he's a multi-time Champions League winner, and you don't associate Union Berlin with those kinds of people. He's he's thirty years old, so he's not he's not a spring chicken, but he's also not like uh, you know Pirlo to NYCFC kind of age, right? So That's next, Isco Isco was also not part of the last I think two Spanish squads. He's been out of the Spanish team for a little while too. Yeah, yeah. Isco is a big name, but it's a big name from the past. He's currently so. A you think he's you think he's washed? Tribe. You're saying he's washed? Sevilla coach. I, I, I didn't watch. I mean, I'm not gonna. Argue, I'm not gonna pretend like I've been an Isco expert for the last two years. I haven't followed Sevilla, um, but you know he is a good player with a great pedigree. But I haven't seen him play in two years, right? Two or three years. So I don't know. He could be washed. Maybe, maybe he looks at Berlin and Bearshine and the big club, and he's like, I think I'm just going to go be a Berlin dude. Um, maybe. Are you here with me? Did I lose you? I still got you. No, right? I'm here. I'm here. Okay, good. Just your picture froze. I just want to make sure. Oh, it's oh. on my screen. Uh, no worries. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a little twitchy. I need to hardwire my internet. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so I think it's a good move because Union Be that's it's a coup, even if he is a little past his prime. If he's half the player he was, and that's a coup for Union Berlin, right? A fun, exciting winger I like mean, him. He's a winger. Yeah, right? I think so. I think uh, I think we'll see what he's got left. Yeah, I mean you never know, right? At some point if the if he he definitely was surplus to requirements at Real Madrid and then in Sevilla he also didn't catch on, and sometimes, you know, these kind of these these downward trajectories can be pretty steep, so we'll see we'll see what he's got left. But I mean, you got to admire the ambition for sure. That's an exciting, 
That's an exciting transfer. The other big, the other big news of the day uh, is Cancelo. That also came came together very one. quickly. That's a that is a huge that very is a surprising. huge transfer and may already kind of uh, um, perhaps uh, uh, put a damper on this whole title race hype that we're cooking up here because that is a big <laughs> that is a that is a big improvement for Bayern. Joao Cancelo, who like yeah. I mean, this really happened very quickly. He was one of the staples. Uh, at, at Man City, one of the better teams in Europe, and uh, Pep Guardiola referred to him as the best fullback in the world at some point. And uh, but si things are going on at City. There's uh, Pep is not happy with the general urgency of things. Cancelo was not happy with not starting for Arsenal apparently, and got into a got into a thing uh, against Arsenal. He wasn't, Arsenal. yeah, for the Arsenal game, he was not in the starting 11. There's yeah, yeah. The, this kid, Rico Lewis, has played a lot of, has gotten a lot of time. I think right. Pep Guardiola just looking to shake up the, the, the complacency in his, in his very successful, in his very successful squad. This squad's been very successful the last few years. A little bit of, of, of satiety. Is that the word? Complete, let's complacency, I guess. I'll, I'll buy it. Is uh, is uh, is settling in and um, and Cancelo was unhappy, not starting, and said he wanted to leave. And Pep was like, "All right." And so now he's going to Bayern. This came together within days. Incredible. Uh, Bayern definitely was looking out. Bayern was looking and, for an uh, upgrade on the right side over over. I guess Pavar is playing there. Mazrau Mazrawi is uh, still he's hurt. Left. Or he was is he hurt? right side or left side? I thought he was left side. No, left side Isn't is left Alfonso side? Alfonso Davis's spot is on the left, right? And on the right we have Yeah, but Jose I guess he could play either left. No, he's I mean he could play on both sides, right side. but I think he is he can uh, I think in Bayern he's probably going to play on the right, I think we're thinking. Okay. But he's oh, played he's played for City, he's played for City uh on on both sides. Anyway, that's kind of right. exciting. It's a it's a loan. Uh, the buy clause is 70 million euros. So I don't know if that's if they're if they're uh, somebody was tweeting today since it's just a loan, Cancelo could come back if Pep gets fired in the next few months. So wild times. So we're not a Premier League podcast, so we're not going to dive into City, but a huge a huge uh, improvement for Bayern, big transfer. Well, on that, the whole the buy clause at 70 million euros is very high. I know the other countries like England and France and maybe parts of the big clubs in Spain have done all that stuff. Um, but I don't know. what What's the highest a Bundesliga club has ever paid for a player? I, I, I'm trying to think. Has Bayern Munch ever paid $70 million for anybody? Um, I think I don't know. they are. Well, let me... We can find this out. We have Keep to look talking. that up, but it doesn't really ring a bell, you know. Um, I could be wrong. What, what, were the, what were their last big signing have been? Uh, uh, Leroy, free, you know, right? there's uh, Lucas Lucas Hernandez, eighty million. That's uh, oh, there you go. They probably and that's that because, that's kind of a flop. Uh, isn't Sané it? was that's Sané kind of a... Sané was sixty million. Um, Matthias de Licht, sixty-seven million. 
Um, yeah, no, they they could they could conceivably pay this, perhaps, but um, well, yeah, we'll see. That's the we'll cap, see. I think. And it's funny how all those all those fees have gone to defenders, except for Zane. Um, and you'd think Lucas Hernandez was a little bit of a disappointment from that, perhaps. Matias Delict, you know, his word's still out on him. Uh, but Bayern mentions been they, they signed Daily Blint a month ago. Yeah, um, which is interesting to me. And Daily Blind is he a de- is is he a winger or a defender? I always forget. Uh, no, Daily Blind is. Yeah, I think he's a he's a winger. All right. Well, he's sort of just there. They're just collecting all these players because Daily Blind. I don't think. I think he got him from. They have him as a defender and a midfielder. Interesting. Well, Brian mentioned collecting folks, bringing them in. Because they need firepower, and it didn't. And it didn't improve their fortunes. Uh, another one-one. That's three one-one draws in a row for that club. So you know they need to get their act together a little bit. But I, I'm sure they will uh, integrate these new guys. Jose Cancelo will be a great addition. I think it'll be energetic and uh, um, uh, uh, give add a little bit more depth, which might light a, a fire under the butt of a couple players, which they all need. Um, and uh, good on them. But uh, we haven't seen them really pick up steam this year yet. And their big game in a few weeks is PSG. So really, they need to get ready for PSG. Um, and let's see if they can turn their fortunes around a little bit. If not, RB Leipzig and Borussia Dortmund are there to catch the fallout. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen is the other sort of team we have to keep an eye on. They they need to turn it around. Have they turned it around? Do we think? Well, uh, I think they they've definitely improved. They won that they won two, but then they lost to Dortmund on Sunday. I watched. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that entire game. They were. I mean, Florian Wirtz started for the first time after his big injury, right? Florian Wirtz was was. Um, I mean not to exaggerate, but probably one of the highest rated talents in Europe, right? Like at some point he was a, a, a really definitely in Germany. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He was uh, kind of on the, tra- on the Kai Havertz trajectory, perhaps a, a big international transfer. And then he had this knee injury and he was out for a year and he is just, he's just getting back and he looked good against Dortmund. He ran out of gas at like 60th minute. They took him out, but that game, it ended uh, uh, two zip for Dortmund, but there was an early uh, an early pass from Wirtz that was just beautiful, and uh, uh, Diaby finished pretty well. But uh, Gregor Kobel, the Dortmund goalie, made a great save, and uh, yeah, the whole game could have turned differently. I think Leverkusen looked good in that game, but in the end, they lost two two zip, and Dortmund seemed. I mean, somewhat more defensively committed. Their midfield, they had Urjan uh, and Jean were both sort of playing cleanup. They had a little bit, there was, there was a more intense, more defensive intent, I noticed. Right. Than there was previously. They still, they still take a long time to transition. Uh, it takes them a while to get into their, into their shape. And they certainly needed a bunch of saves from Kobel and the little luck at the end. Like, it wasn't like, oh, they got a shutout. It was locked down. 
lockdown defense? No, but it seemed it seemed uh, it seemed improved. It seemed like they were trying trying their defense. Maybe it's also um, a function of it of them being on the road. They were a little bit more content to sit back than they are at home. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see if you know, as they say, a eine Schwalbe macht keinen Sommer. So a swallow doesn't mean if you see one one swallow doesn't mean it's summer. So we'll see if this one uh -huh. shutout, if this one shutout uh, is just a lucky fluke or if, if this if this really means something. I will say this guy Urjan, who is clearly just the midfield muscle, uh, got a yellow at the end for for um, kicking the ball away and i felt like i i was i was worried about him i was like this in your position he's he's going to take pick up plenty of yellow cards he doesn't he doesn't need to, to he doesn't really have any extra ones to give away in my opinion just for like uh, that's silly right yeah but anyway if we'll see we'll see how If you're a midfield enforcer, that's your job. It's like I collect, I get the yellows. <laughs> yeah, kind of like got, it's just like I I'll get one like, yellow early. Yeah, it's like uh, getting a yellow for taking your shirt. It's like you don't want to. Yeah, if you're, you know, if you come off the bench, if you're the if come off the bench scorer and doesn't get a lot of minutes, you could do that. If you're the midfield enforcer, you want to be maybe a little more judicious about your <laughs> yellow card to consumption. Anyway. Uh, I Can thought I that was an interesting that's a game. Rule. Let, let's get the rid of shirt, the yellow card the shirt thing. T-shirt. Let's get rid of that, right? That's a stupid rule. But I then everybody so. will take their shirt off every time. Amen, brother. You know what I'm talking about? It's time for the meat the show. Now, I mean, they're just excited. I think there should be a rule where you let to take off your shirt, but it has to get put on within two minutes, and it has to be reasonable. You know what I mean? Like, like, and then if it's within then, two you know, minutes, <laughs> I remember I have a very vivid Not memory. Less than 10, definitely less than 10. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? They should be allowed to take the shirt off and do this for a minute or two as long as they put it back when it's done and go back to the field. I don't know. I think I, I think remember, I think it's perfect. It's perfect. The yellow card, I think, is perfect because right. that sets it sets the bar high. It's uh, uh, Yeah, I think uh, I, I don't want to see that every time somebody scores a goal. It's not necessary. If it's well, if there's a, a little pain, if there's a little pain, that's it's appropriate in my opinion. I remember many, many, many years ago in the UEFA Champions League, I believe it was. Uh, I want to say it was Paulo Sergio for Bayern München or Giovanni Elber, but it could have been Paulo Sergio. I remember when he scored a goal, he took his jersey off. And threw it in the audience or in the crowd because he had an identical jersey on underneath. Oh. So, like, he pulled it off. The exact same jersey was waiting underneath. He just pulled it off and threw it out. I just thought that was so cool and crazy. What, what did the wow. referee do? Did he get a yellow? I don't remember. I think this was before the yellow. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember funny. what the consequences were. But I'm wondering, is that a yellow? I know he took his jersey off, but he had the identical jersey in underneath. So hmm. technically not taking his jersey a off. I don't a, know. A, a, a gray area. I don't know. I don't know the answer. We'll have to. I just love we'll it. Have to, uh, we'll have to tweet at uh, Colinas Alban to, to get <laughs> the answer, get the answer for that one. Is that the same? Is that the German version of Per Luigi Colina? 
Uh, well, it's this. It's a Twitter Colinas account. Erben? Colinas Erben oh. are the 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 uh, descendants or the descendants of Colina, and this is a referee Twitter a referee expert yeah. Twitter account. But it's not Perluigi Colina. No, they're the they're the but it's in his spirit, I guess. They're the they're the Good, the the Erben. They're the um, what is what's Erben in English? If you're inheriting the I inheritance, have to Google Erben. Inheritance the inher inheritance, of the inheritance, inheritance. Of Colina's inheritance. So That's anyway, who they are. So I have inherit. You're right, inheritance. So I have. Hey, I just want to say, I love Perluigi Colina. I love the fact that he's like a walking ghoul, but he's an excellent, excellent uh, referee, and he just missed nothing, and he's a great referee, and from Italy of all places. Yeah. You know, the no, ref definitely. Camper. If you uh, if you speak German. Uh, that is definitely a Twitter account I recommend, Colinas Erben. They have they have very good takes on referee decisions generally. Every once in a while, they take too much abuse and then shut it down for a while because it's apparently uh, people just get people get upset, you know, about referee decisions. And so, but but yeah, in general, they have good good uh, good commentary and they can be trusted to give you the skinny of okay. what the rules are as much as anyone can at this point. Yeah, who knows? Excellent. Although something we should also maybe talk about is that there seems to be a movement of, I, don't, I think it's happening in MLS, maybe it's happening everywhere, where VAR decisions like, like NFL get explained out loud. Like you can hear the mic. Like I think from now on VAR yeah. decisions, the referee is it, says it out loud for everyone to hear what the call is. And what, just right out of an NFL game. That's how NFL does it. You look at the review it, and you go in front, and be like holding number thirteen, uh, penalty foul or whatever. I don't know much about right. football. And, and I football, think like uh, I think this is this is I I am interested in watching this happen. My 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 gut feeling is that this is going to create more problems than it solves. I think I think soccer just doesn't work like it's just sometimes it's hard to explain, right? Like. I'm in the opposite camp. I, they have decisions. I would love because I think a lot of our a lot of time is spent speculating, and like I don't think this, I don't think that. So if a referee looks to VAR, looks at it and says, "Okay, offside interference thing thing," that is that's an offside, no goal. So we we hear the decision, so we don't have to speculate whether we think it's a goal or not. We just have to be like, yeah, okay, there we go. It's explained and it makes sense. You know what I mean? More times than not. I'm not saying it's going to solve it. Yeah. I'm sure there'll still be a, but what about X, Y, and Z? But like, I think I think that's better than what we have now, which is we look at a screen, we hear nothing, and a decision gets made, and half the people are like, what? And the other half of the people are like, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. it'd be nice to hear the actual explanation while it's happening. And we'll see. I think I think that's I think that's. Um... Uh, it's not an easy skill. I feel like for these referees to kind of so, so do that in a sentence. We'll see. How, we'll see how it goes. I'm interested in it. What they, what people do in Germany that they don't do elsewhere is that the referee sometimes will explain things afterwards on camera. Right. It's not something. The interview. Like there was a there was a case recently. I think it was Marco Rosa where um, there were some. You know, they had. He was really upset about something. The referee gave him a yellow card. And afterwards, they kind of they kind of worked it out together. It was kind of right. it, was, uh, it was inspiring to see where 
The referee explained his decision. Marco Rosa said, oh, I now understand. I have to agree with you. And yeah, I definitely deserved the yellow card. I was pretty much pretty out of control. And uh, so Only in that's Germany. something, Only in that's Germany something that, that happens. Yeah, yeah where, where people really, there is some, yeah, some people can, people understand each other. And I, I you know, I've, I love that kind of thing. I don't know if saying a sentence right at the game, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's interesting. Yeah, no, that's fun. That's fun. I like it. I like it. I want more of that. I want more refs explaining themselves and people understanding whether they're right and wrong. I'm sick and tired. That's been my one criticism of England. I feel like every week, every coach, when, when they win, like, good game when they lose, they're like, bad refing is why we lost. Right. I feel like it's that every damn week. It's a hard, um, it's a hard job, you know. It's very difficult. I mean, and uh, yeah, people will, people can never agree. You always have. I mean, I know this uh, from my own experience. Of course, you always have a partisan. You're never objective. You never, you never look at it objectively. You always, you know, you always look at it through the filter of like my team or who you're rooting for. And so it's it's such a it's a difficult it's a difficult thing. You're never people are always going to be upset, no matter if there's VAR, if there's automated offside, whatever. There's a, a certain level of subjectivity, and people will always. And then when it comes to Twitter and social media, then it's not just it's not enough to just disagree. It's then there's conspiracies and and. Uh, uh all kinds of yeah all kinds of um uh uproar on social media so i it's a it's a hard job we do want refs to you know we want we want good decent people to become refs so we we do want to right you know we need to support we need to support them uh rather than just always criticize not a good ref but the bundesliga refing the bundesliga is pretty on point I rarely, I rarely get confused by it. I, I mean, of all the soccer I watch, Bundesliga refing is pretty dang on point most of the time, right? They go yeah. to the Kona Kela, the decision's usually correct, and then there you go. Um, and then, you know, it's good good on them. MLS and the English League, a little less so. I would say MLS, least accurate of the three. <laughs> uh, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get that right now. I'm not going to that right now, okay? Uh, so... Well, we'll see. Uh, so I have well, a, yeah. We got some more games. I got two other topics. I, I, I just re- realized when you mentioned this to me, or I forgot what it was, my mom sent me a Sprachgefühl for this. Oh, week. would you like the? She, would you like the jingle? Please. Here it is. Sprachgefühl. 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 It's like an MTV segment. I love it. So I don't even know if this fits much of a Sprachgefühl. I'll let you be the judge of that. But the word which she got off the broadcast was Dosenoffner. Oh, I was. That is so funny because I noticed that as well. Yeah. I had not. I was going to say, Derek Ray had COVID this weekend. So he wasn't broadcasting, right? Who said Dosenoffner? Do you remember? Somebody did. It was. Uh, I think it was in the in the Leverkusen game. I think was it. Uh... It looks like. I think it is the Leverkusen game. Here we go. Yeah, Sprachgefühl Wort for deinen Podcast. Dosenoffner. Aber alle Manny von Dortmund hat sein Hold on. Dosenöffner. 
And the point is a can opener. I think the, the expression means it's the first of many. That's the point. It's the first one. That's his right. can opener goal. So more are coming. That's the idea. It's but I think it's in, it's, in reference to the, sudden, it's in reference to the first oh. goal of the game, right? Yeah. Well, it's when Adiemi scored. I think he scored the it was with a yeah, two-nil yeah. victory. So that was the can opener. That was not a thing first, right? when I when yeah. I lived in Germany. That was not an expression. This is a recent thing. It's fun though the can the can opener. And uh, so it's so it's a reference to the game. You're saying not. not I think so. I think that's how I that's how I took it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, if he scores a goal, you know how it is. Like for the USA Columbia game, there was definitely no can opener. The whole game, I'm like, this is a zero zero game. There's no can opener coming. But then this game felt much like the Dortmund by Leverkusen game was like they're going into the going when when someone scores, it's it's just going to be other goals after that. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And there was one other the goal. first the, the, the break. You know, there's a stalemate. You everything is open, and then the can opener breaks it open. I guess Patrick Patrick Omoyela was so that's, the was the commentator who brought this up. Oh. And he was uh, and Love he Love. was he's he's good. ESPN has done has done pretty well with their German with their German color guys, I feel like Stefan Freund is always a bit of a mixed bag, but Sometimes. he's you know he's he's yeah. uh, uh but he definitely is is very passionate and Patrick is is very good. Anyway he was sort of disappointed that Dosenöffner is actually can opener in English. He's like, oh, that's just a word for word translation. That's not very interesting. <laughs> or do you want it to be? Well, in in in, in English, you'd say it opens a can of worms, maybe. Or um, uh, he um, opening uh, yeah, letting the air know. out of the game, something like that. Yeah, opening a can of whoop ass, we would say. <laughs> opening a can of whoop ass. That's unrelated. The okay. other, uh, the other, the the I don't know who the play by play guy was, but he was he was saying he was suggesting a breakthrough. The breakthrough. I was like, that's a little flat. The can opener is more colorful. Yeah, that's that's boring, but correct. <laughs> uh, I would say breaking the sound barrier. Maybe uh, we can be a little breaking the here. sound barrier. Uh, that was this. So, hey, Chuck Yeager style, right stuff. That is this week's Sprachgefühl. Very nice. That's, uh, yeah, that's very good. Yeah. That was a good one. I was, I had that in mind too. Here it is again. Sprachgefühl. 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 <laughs> oh, Ow. Makes, makes me laugh. Very nice. Uh, I love it. It was a great, that's a great drop. It's a great drop you designed. Um, there's one Thank other you. sort of news topic I'll to touch on, but how about some maybe a couple more games? You a bull well, did you not fare so well against Mainz over the weekend. Yeah. Well, we had that we two oh, games, any other, you know, live games. Yes, Leipzig. Oh, you guys lost Stuttgart. midweek too. Did you guys lose again? Yeah, we lost it. We lost it. I was. That's what I was going to contrast. Uh, we played on the road in Leverkusen and lost uh, two two zero. All but right, actually, three to two. Oh, no, um, zero, sorry. no, two zero on Wednesday, and actually, but played pretty well. I mean, it's you know, it's always hard to because fell behind early, so game states obviously become important there, but. There were some chances, and it was a pretty solid performance despite the loss. And then yesterday, uh, or rather Saturday, 
That was not the case. The the defense held up for all of 42 seconds until uh, until Mainz <laughs> scored the first goal and uh, and uh, yeah, and then Mainz eventually was up 4-0 and then Dort, uh, Bochum scored the new the new midfielder Kunde who got his first start. He had a goal and an assist. And then it was four to two, and my and my uh, friend texted me, "Oh, time to dream." And I was like, "No, four to two is not time to dream. Four to two, <laughs> four to two is making it a little more powerful." Time to wake and up. Then the end, and then in the end, it was uh, yeah. it was it was five it was five to two. Yeah, I mean, we've we have one win on the road this whole season, and zero ties. So it was. Uh, I'll take it. So the the away the away record is poor. So you can't really, uh, you know. But like this last game was was kind of was was a pretty was a pretty crappy performance. This new found defensive stability in the three game winning streak was apparently short lived. It was seven goals in two games. So the next game is big home against Hoffenheim, and uh, Hoffenheim will probably That's right. Hoffenheim will hope to separate themselves from the relegation zone by beating Bochum and we will try to 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 I'm not so sure get out of there. I give that game I give that game we'll do some game previews in a bit, but I'll give that game to Bochum. All right. I, I hope so. just they've been poor just signed John Anthony Brooks. And John Anthony Brooks just oh, stands yeah. there and says come on by. He'll show you. He'll even point out the goal for you. He'll be like, <laughs> "Did right you there, see that man. game? I only, I only, I only saw the highlights, but he did not have a good. I was surprised that he like walked into that starting lineup. Same here. He arrived, arrived, and he immediately too, he started right away. He hasn't played soccer in and seven I months, mean, eight months. He was, he was not, he was not ready. He was not. I mean, there's no two ways about it. He was not ready. Well, Hoffenheim's desperate. That's why I'm not looking so... And Hoffenheim just sold Rutte to Leeds. Hoffenheim, um, they are, are vulnerable. So Bochum at home, if they hold tight and go on the counter, they should be able to get one from 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 from, from Hoffenheim. I, I keep saying this league is impossible to predict. I dare to predict that Bochum will beat Hoffenheim at home. Who knows? 2-0, I mean, maybe 2-1. I will not. I won't. I won't bet against you. I. uh, I have. I have hope, but I have lots of hope, but limited. Limited faith. I guess we'll see. I hope so. I I mean, it was hard to buy a Bochum jersey again. Again, it's impossible between the United States. Uh, They only ship in and out of Europe, so I'd have to find some sort of middleman service, which would double it. And I'm just like, I have no interest in paying 200 euros for a Falafel Bochum. Next time. uh, (laughs) Next time. Next time. One of my. Next time one of my family members comes to visit, we have to we have to get an order in ahead of time. Well, that's my plan. I think I'm going to Germany in October and I should give myself a little task list of stuff that I should just buy, put in a box, and ship. Bochum jersey, one or two DVDs, a little this, a little that. Stuff that you just flat out it's hard for you to get if you don't have a family member sending it to you. And since I don't have family I trust or I don't have family I want to burden <laughs> over there. I'll just do it myself. <laughs> Next I time trust. I'm there. Because, you know, it's a hat. Well, it's hassle. You know, I would like my sister lives in London, so I could send it to London, have her ship it there. 
But like, I don't know. I don't want to put that on someone. You got to buy a box. You got to go to the post office. Yeah, yeah. Know. I used to do that. For I don't my think brother. it's that big yeah, of a deal. I used, I used to but... buy a lot of clothes for my brother and ship them. It's it is a pain. Yeah, for sure. From the states, I mean, from the states too. Yeah, Germany. yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of like my my oh, yeah. my little brother is a very fashionable man. He enjoys, uh, and I guess things are cheaper here sometimes. So that's that's what I did. Yeah. Anyway, well, what type of clothes? Like a sweater or like? Oh, like fancy no, no, jacket, some kind of like a, a fancy jacket. Okay. Uh, yeah, like, like Canada a, Goose, uh, like a Canada Goose. Yeah, jacket? something like that. I think I've bought a Canada Goose jacket in the past. Um, you can't buy that in Germany. You can, but it's probably significantly more expensive. Germany, everything. Oh, but they are cheap. Uh, a lady on my old improv team bought a Canada Goose jacket. She spent $700 on the jacket. Ooh. And to me, that just blows me away. I've never spent $700 on clothes. I just bought a full suit the other day. I spent less than half that on the whole suit. So I don't. Um, <laughs> I can't turn it the, off. We're stuck. The so- uh, the upcoming games, while you figure this out, we have, uh, I said we had Bochum against Hoffenheim. I think the big one. Is Dortmund against Freiburg, right? That's the the another Verfolger duel, and then Wolfsburg uh, at home against Bayern, and Bayern needs a win, man. One three one ones in a row, that will not do. But Wolfsburg's been good, so that's also ein Knaller. So those are the two big games. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, these are the ones over the weekend. Uh, okay. We've let's already see we've here. already talked. Augsburg transfers. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I wanted to bring up, other than previewing the next games, is the Freddie Bobic being fired. Oh, I yeah. guess all I'll say is here to Berlin are just a dumpster fire, and they're always they a dumpster are. fire. Yeah. And let's hope the new sh- let's hope the new sporting director figures it out. I will say, in the past, stuff has been fixed, like Falafel Bochum's. I, don't know, I guess it's not fixed, but their new coach was uh, was able to offer some answers. So maybe a new sports director at Hertha Berlin can offer some answers. But I think Let's Hertha see. Berlin needs a full up and down renovation. I don't think a sports director is going to do much for them, to be honest. Yeah, I mean they may they um, may benefit from a from a year in Bundesliga Zwei. We'll see. Yeah, they really that that uh, the Berlin Derby was not close. Union. Uh, and this was the fourth time in a row that Union has won the Berlin Derby. So uh, not not good, not good for Hertha. Also, I thought that Rudi Völler was just kind of going to be a placeholder in that job until Freddy Bobic would take it over. Isn't that is that not what's is what's going to happen now? Is Rudi going <laughs> to immediately resign and Freddy's going to get that job, or what's going to happen there? We think. I have no idea. It's a good question. I didn't know Freddie Bobich was up for that job. Um, was was he up for the DFB job? I th- those are rumors. Obviously, these this is not something that they would announce. But I thought that that was kind of the subtext that Freddie Bobich was going to get it, but he wasn't. He wasn't wasn't ready because middle of the season. Uh, and then the idea was that Rudy Flo would do it, but probably not for that long. Because that's what well, Rudy is, does. Rudy is the right? Rudy is the Rudy is yeah. the fill-in guy. Rudy is the guy that you that you ask when no one else is available, no one else wants to do it, and he does a good job. 
He's just a, he's just a low ego kind yeah, I, of dude. I, I, I got the wrong Goody Fuller last week, by the way. I, I was wrong. Remember, I got the wrong. And we get there. Present. Come on, let's do this. Doing a tech boy thing. Tech boy, boy. Yeah. Oh, Klaus and Klaus, yeah. This is the real version. I played a different version last week. I mean, is there really this originated? This originated in the stands. This is like people were singing in the stands. These are all just Klaus and Klaus are like uh, well-known, well-known German hacks who will appropriate anything. There you go. Yeah. This is Klaus and Klaus cannot claim ownership over this. This is just a, a it's just a a, a market a, no, a an attempt. That's right. We're we're authentic. Do that. That's Jordan Trevor. <laughs> we're the authentic. Okay, so we got Freddie Bobich. Who knows what's going on, Hanta? Yeah, I already mentioned it. Last but not least, we've got a big games this weekend. Uh, the two big ones: Dortmund hosting Freiburg and Wolfsburg hosting Bayern will be a lot of fun. Yeah, Wolfsburg very interesting. It there, Nico Kovac does have a score to settle, and Bayern mentioned got their fresh new um, reinforcements. We got. Serge Nabri back from punishment. We got Jose Jose Cancelo from Joao Cancelo. Joao. Portuguese. Portuguese man. Joao. Joao. Well, you're, you lived wow, in Brazil. You can say this properly. Yeah, Joao. But but in Portuguese, Brazilian Portuguese is different than Portugal Portuguese. In Brazil, you'd say Joao Cancelo. That's a Brazilian thing, but in Portugal, you'd probably it probably be pronounced a little bit differently. It'd be like Joao, I don't know, Joao Conchelo or something like that. I don't know. Right. I'm not going to pretend like I can pronounce Portuguese. Um, but I've heard you put on a, a little a little Brazilian lilt here and there. Don't tell yourself yeah. short. Joao Conchelo, ten um go Joao Conchelo. Ah, uh, Golasu. See, I know. I yell things. Like All right. One so last thing I keep forgetting to bring up. Oh, One please. last thing I keep forgetting to bring up. This year, Germany and the United States will play a soccer friendly in October. Do you know that, Bjorn? I ha- I think you have mentioned this. Do we know where this is going to be? No. Oh, did I mention it already? Oh, that's my mistake. In October, Germany will play the United States somewhere here in the United States, and I'm going to try to go. However, the irony being that in October, I am planning to take a trip to Germany. So oh. there is a chance that I will be, <laughs> during the you one day of, that You will be the out United of the States, country. I will be in Germany. I will be far away from both squads. I'll be very far away from both squads. Let's hope that's not the case. Let's hope it's in a fun place like Austin. We can go meet in Austin. Have some I would, yeah, I would travel. Germany I would, and, uh, I would travel a reasonable, a reasonable amount to see the, to see this how far? game. Yeah, how far? If if it's in, how far? If it's in LA, would you come? 
Is that too far? Well, the U.S. they like to write. I mean, they they uh, uh, well probably by their logic, it's going to be like in Austin where there's the fewest Germans. They're not going to. This is not going to be. This is going to be scheduled in hot weather, right? They're not going. They're not trying. In this case, they're not trying to uh, uh, scare off the the Mexican or otherwise uh, Latin American populace. Right. They're going to go. So they're going to go hot, right? right. They're going to go Florida or. Or Texas or California, one would think. But it's just a friendly. Right, so the Germans gonna, are all three. They're not going to play these. They're not going to play these games. They're not. Yeah. It's a friendly. They're not going to play these weather games. True. However, it's going to be. I think it's a FIFA date, so it's a full senior friendly. I think. Uh, right, so right. it'll be the the it'll be the um, uh, 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 Jamil Musiala Serge Nabri versus. It'll be Polish fun. Serge I'm. Canadian. I would like yeah. to. I would like to see that live. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, that's been this right. week in Deutsche. Are we gonna? Fußball. All right, here we go. German football. So, but, uh, all right, everybody. I'm actually gonna end the broadcast. Stay with us. New broadcast. Right. Stay with us without this delay. Yeah. Stay with right, us. Right. We're gonna have some uh, get rid of the delay. January January friendly talk. Some MLS transfer news. I may rant about the Super League for a little bit. I don't know. If you're into that, tune into the American Hour. Tune to the American Hour. Tschüss. Tschüss nächste Woche.